the privilege, though, of wrapping up a conversation about renewal. I have it on my heart. I think placed there by the Spirit that uh, 2022 is, is going to be a renew kind of year. And I'm excited about what the next year holds for us personally, for our nations, for, for, for our churches. I'm really excited. Isaiah 61 is the conversation I'd like to have with you because it has the word renew in it. And it has a couple of layers of renewal. And I want to read you that passage of scripture for your devotion. And then we can have a conversation, a little conversation about that. Isaiah 61 verse 1 in IV says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me. It's a prophecy of Jesus not me in person. The Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from the darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim uh, the year of the Lord's favor, a day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion and to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy, uh, instead of mourning and a garment of praise, instead of the spirit of despair, they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. I just love the scripture and the display for his splendor. Those first three verses describe what God does for us through Jesus Christ. Everything from the removal of the shackles of depression and heaviness to the opening of doors that seem unreachable, to the reviving and renewing of our spirits, to the uh, setting of captives free. They're, it's so personal and it's so individual and it's so powerful that it includes everyone. You're included in Christ. The work of Christ includes every person, whether it is, it is a, a wealthy person or a poor person, an educated person or an uneducated person, every generation and every gender, all included in Christ. But then there is this consequence to it that I think is so incredibly powerful because we often stop where it only affects us. And that's all personal so far. The first three verses, you will be set free. You will be declared a year of favor. and You will be planted by the Lord like a great big oak tree. It's all very personal and we can receive it all ourselves. But verse four, uh, the rest of this chapter, but verse four, has a consequence or an outflow that I want to talk about. It says, and they, us who have had these wonderful experiences of despair removed and all of that, they will rebuild ancient ruins and restore places long devastated and abandoned. And they will renew even ruined cities. I do like the idea that it doesn't stop with me, but that I'm, I'm, I, I go from being recipient to being to being releasing and restoring. I like that that I don't forever remain the patient. I like that I don't forever need to be uh, the, 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 the one forgiven. I like that uh, uh, the relationship I have with my Heavenly Father doesn't keep me in an unhealthy codependency. I go from being codependent to co-labor. Uh, and I, 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 go from, I go from a broken and beneath uh, to restored and seated alongside. You see, I quite like that shift. And I wonder if sometimes we don't want to make it because somehow we feel more comfortable in the state of our need rather than in the state of being needed. 
I wonder how we would, how lives would change if that transformation would take place where uh, we go from needing something from God all the time to uh, transforming our lives to being needed by God for something. That's a big shift. That's where a real restoration, a renewal uh, thing takes place. And so I, I, I want to think of the Spirit of the Lord in the following three ways, that the Spirit of the Lord is is on you. I did that example, I copied, I guess, uh, 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 repeated an example from uh, Bill Johnson, putting uh, one's hand on your shoulder uh, and, and like a father guiding somebody through a crowd or through a conflict or through a scenario. The Spirit of the Lord is on you. You feel, you feel the, the, the impression of the Lord upon you, nudging you towards something or giving you a resistance from something. The Spirit of the Lord is on you. Then the Spirit of the Lord is in you. Uh, the, in the one instance, he motivates you. In the other, he exhorts, he encourages, he uplifts, he builds from the inside. Because we can't, we can't expect external factors to make us feel whole. N- nothing on the outside will do that. It has to be from the inside. Because anything from the outside can be lost, right? But anything on the inside can't. It's It's... Permanent. And then there is the Spirit of the Lord working through you. And the one is motivation, the other is exhortation, and the other is restoration. I am praying that uh, as we ra- wrap up this year, and, and, and we'll talk far uh, further, far deeper on this, um, on New Year's Eve, um, that, that, we will, that we will step up from, from the, the, the broken to the builder and that it would be by the Spirit of the Lord at work in us, that evidence that God is at work in us is that things that are broken at the moment will be built up. So, so, so God builds broken people, and then, broken, and then those broken people who are rebuilt build the world. And I love that transition. I want to encourage you today to think about allowing the Lord access to letting you feel whole enough to get out of your own context and mindset and anxieties and rebuild. Because if we don't do that, uh, I don't know who we're waiting for. Nobody else will. Um, There isn't a structure or a system, political, economic, uh, worldly, that will build a world that you would like. Um, The only people who can build the world that you would like are the people of God. And the only way the people of God can do that is if they're, if we're um, restored enough internally to be able to look around and identify opportunity to restore externally, right? So that's sort of my thought for the day. Is that too much for like almost the last day of the year? I hope not. I hope it's inspiring to you because I think sometimes we, yes, uh, we, we, I agree with you, Tracy, restoration, renewal, revival. Love it. I think sometimes we place an unrealistic expectation on a worldly system to deliver for us a righteous outcome. And then we become passive, but actually God wants us to become active. And the reason why we're not active is not a matter of judgment, just don't feel whole. But when God makes you whole, um, all the shackles are broken and, and you're able to look around and go, wait, I, I, I want to be used by the Lord. And so 
a transition, a, a change takes place in our lives. And suddenly you're running with horses, you know. You're not just marching with foot soldiers, you're running with horses. So there's a company to that. There's a conversation, a language to all of that that is super inspiring. It snaps you out of sort of the language of need and and puts you into the na- language of provision. I just, I like all of that. So I, I hope all of that's helpful to you. Should we take a moment and pray a prayer and let's trust the Lord together? And I'll be logging on with you tomorrow morning and tomorrow night live. Father, thank you so much that your word and your and your purpose and will restores us. Your spirit alights upon us and works within us, but also through us. Today, we pray that we can confess that the spirit is upon us, the spirit is in us, and the spirit through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.